Are you looking to level up your author business? Are you pounding your head against a wall, wondering what your next step should be? Then join me, Daniel Wilcox. And me, Sasha Black, as we haul ass each week in a bid to level up. Level up. Come along for the ride as we delve deep into the business of writing, craft, entrepreneurship, and every level of the author journey. This is the Next Level Author Podcast. Achievers, this is episode 105 of the Next Level Author podcast, a podcast where we hold each other to account and track our step by step progress as we level up our author business. My name is Sasha Black, and here with me every single week is Dan. Hello, Dan. Can you hear the snow rat tat tatting against my windows? Like a tiny bit if you could make it stop that'd be wonderful because you're trying to record a podcast here unfortunately <laughs> that seems to be outside of my uh power powers and abilities how's oh, the week been with that with that attitude it is my my week has been good um <laughs> i it's funny because every time we get sat down I'm like deliberately don't say weird week but it hasn't been a weird week it's been a nice week i um i went away and had some shenanigans for my birthday i've got some more shenanigans coming up this weekend um had a fantastic time down in london and that's pretty much the long and the short of it like i'm in a good space at the minute with my business and with where i'm heading and things i'm doing i'm still a little bit behind on my ghostwriting from where i want to be but i'm catching up which is good um and yeah it's kind of continuing on from last week where i mentioned about you know having made the decision to stop ghostwriting has unleashed a bunch of extra sort of creative energy. I have so many ideas, man. I have, I have about five books in my head that I want to get to. I've got like 15 that I want to read. Like it feels it's, it, it's been a while since I've kind of felt the pull again for fiction, just because of the slug of everything else. And yeah, you know, when you, when you are ghostwriting and like, obviously to put in perspective, like I did a lot of books, 2020, a lot of books in 2021 this year I've done, I'm about to finish book number two, which is considerably slower paced for me, but it's still like a lot of work to do two full fiction books and a bunch of short stories and other stuff that I'm working on. Um, so it kind of, it got, it got to a point where I felt almost like I had to, and I want to get, well, I'm slowly getting to a point again where I want to, which is just a very nice mental switch. So yeah, pretty, there's not really much to tell. Like I said, it's just been birthday celebrations. I've been to the zoo, I've been to London, I've done lots of amazing stuff and seen some awesome people. And yeah, that's my week. How's yours? The calm before the storm. Go for it, Sasha. Unleash. I literally don't even really know how to describe this week. The universe has been a bit of a cunt, really. That's probably about where I would say the level of uh, this week has been. It's been really hard. (laughs) Obviously, Atlas had COVID again last week. He went back to school and then the school sent him home. Um, So I lost another day. And then um, we've had uh, one of our cars broke down. So I lost a morning dealing with that. And then Atlas got bitten by something. And like, you know, we had to react quite quickly because I don't know what it was, but like his arm was swelling up and stuff. Oh, wow. Um, so like we had, you know, I was in and out of the school like twice for doing, dealing with Pyroton and like antibiotic creams and whatever else. 
Um, so I basically lost most of yesterday as well. Um, yeah, and it's just like lots and lots of little things keep going wrong or are taking up large swathes of my working time. Like none of this shit ever happens in the evening, right? When like, I don't, like I'm already tired and I don't, you know, have to work or whatever. Always happens during the working day. Um, so I'm quite grumpy, if I'm honest, about that. Like, and obviously, you know, these things can't be helped, but like they do seem to come. Like this year has been, I don't feel like this year has been very productive given the level of things that have happened. Um, so yeah, I'm not in the greatest of moods today. <laughs> um, yeah, but that said, we launched the Rebel Diaries, which was amazing. The live was so fun. Yeah, so that was good. Had a book bub yesterday as well, which was amazing. It got to, well, it was a free book. Well, it wasn't, it, the book was priced free. Book bub was not free. It cost a lot of money. <laughs> um, and I think, I don't, let me double check again. But like, as of this morning, it was in excess of like 7,000 downloads, I think. And that was nice. just, just on Amazon. Uh, let me double check for you because the numbers are insane. I'm actually going to do a um, like a big report on it because it's been really interesting. So Amazon. Yeah. So yesterday I had seven thousand and seventy nine free downloads and this morning I've already had two hundred and seventy two. But like, Congrats. yeah. And you look at um, Kobo and I had fuckloads on Kobo as well. I had uh 518 just on Kobo and I've had another 74 on Kobo this morning so yeah anyway I'm gonna do like a full breakdown and rundown of like but like I want it to I want to see what the long tail is like and what the read through is like yeah um and I've also um I've got more booked so this is going to be like an on-running kind of report because I've got it for like the next 10 11 12 weeks something like that so this is we'll see what happens anyway so that's been interesting um yeah and that's probably that's probably the majority of my week I am not in a good mood that is probably the summary of of my week so there we go Sasha's grumpy. I'll carry the show. (laughs) (laughs) But also, what will be interesting, just before you move on from that bit, what will be really interesting from my perspective in that report that you do is um, also talking about like the switch from, because I know at one point you said about not going free with your books and what that kind of has, yeah, you said at a certain point that you didn't want to make any of your books free because obviously the value behind the books. Did I mean nonfiction? Did I mean, was I talking about nonfiction? Because I still remember you specifying. Ah, uh, I still kind of I mean, feel that way. Been, but... I, I, I've always felt that way about nonfiction, unless I write something specifically with the intention of making it, of free. it being, so, yeah, yeah. yeah, so I have got an idea for something that I want to do with nonfiction mm. to intentionally make it free, but I don't want to make any of my textbooks free. Gotcha. I understood. Yeah. Uh, the, the, I think when I first started, like really early days with the fiction, I probably didn't want to make it free, but I was still really precious then. Uh, yeah. I'm not precious anymore. I am yeah. old and haggard and worn and my soul is broken. <laughs> if I can watch episode one and you'll see what she means. Also, before we move on, yeah. happy two year anniversary. That happened last week and we just flew by it. What two year anniversary? Of the podcast. Episode 104. 52 weeks in a year times two. Two years of Next Level Authors. 
Happy anniversary! <laughs> I, I had no idea until someone reached out. Oh, like, darling, you know what we're, they two years. we're so romantic. <laughs> what's 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 two year anniversary? Two year anniversary. <laughs> oh, I love that. We Cotton. Cotton. I'm going to buy you a swab because <laughs> that's appropriate for the last two years as well. Yeah, I'm going to give you an earbud. There you go. Yes. <laughs> um, do we have a level up? have a level up we have a bunch of level ups which i'm very excited about uh i went to someone that we i don't think we've shouted out before um we got a level up from melanie humans who says i found a sensitivity reader and that's a massive win for me so mm. congrats melanie that's awesome um and i like it because we always specify big or small throw them out there a win is a win and i love it so awesome. thank you melanie. awesome uh patreon no new patrons but for anyone who wants to get extra bonus awesome goody stuff with me and sasha and get all the episodes early you can head on over to patreon.com forward slash next level authors there's more than one of us notices yes so i think i can't remember if i teased this last i think i've mentioned bits and pieces i have put up a page on activatedauthors.com for recruitment for my next uh, round of mastermind so the mastermind that I'll be running is essentially a six month program, which is a mix of group coaching and one on one coaching designed to help writers become authors. And it's the writers to authors mastermind. And the thing that I love about this mastermind particularly, and this is sort of based off of my last cohort, is that I'm not quite a few masterminds will be very, very specific on, you know, these are people that are writing their first draft. These are people that are publishing a book within this time frame. You get to pick your goal and I get to guide you. So it could be a marketing goal where you want to increase your brand and, you know, work out your reputation, make everything cohesive. And I love the word synergy. I never used to, but I do now. Um, and just kind of look at how you're representing yourself online. It could be that you want to finish that first draft and you just want some guidance from someone who's written over 60 books. It could be that you want to publish a book, but you're not sure about the mechanisms on how to publish. So the Writers to Authors Mastermind is over at activatedauthors.com forward slash mastermind. And at the minute, there's a page there where you can register your interest and all the information on what the program will include and everything else will be going up in the next few weeks. Awesome. Uh, The Rebel Diaries Anthology is now live. So you should probably go and get a copy if you like sapphic pirates, grumpy witches, sarcastic demons. um, If you like um, bitchy witches, if you like (laughs) raunchy raunchy circus um uh, leaders uh narcissistic ex-celebrities um yeah we've got it all in the anthology so uh yeah go check it out um, have you got that one in print yet it is in print yes uh ingram well it's gone through draft to digital so mm-hmm. i think that's via ingram and it's doing the usual thing where it says it's out of stock even though it's not because it's on demand. <laughs> um but yes it is it is it is live um Beautiful. So yes. all right what have you enjoyed this week my birthday <laughs> that's a good thing to have enjoyed <laughs> my birthday just yeah I had, had a fantastic few days and it's just been nice because it was I've managed to sort things out in a way that I didn't have to worry about work um and even the activated office sprints had the wonderful Meg Cowley cover on some of those for me and I'm sure she did an incredible job even went with a backwards hat just to you know make sure that I was somehow present in the room um but yeah just it's, it's just been an awesome few days awesome. How about you, um the live last night was very mm. fun very very fun everybody there was 11 of us on the call i've never done a live with that many people into facebook Damn. yeah it was fun and i tell you what master 
Matt actually was the one who hosted, like Matt hosted all three of the lives. He did a fucking phenomenal job and he came up with really fun games and it wouldn't have been as good as it was without his kind of mastery of that. So yeah, big shout out to Matt. Oh, I love that. Okay, comments? Comments. So last week's question, what are the biggest lessons you've learned from writing nonfiction? And we had a couple of comments. Cassie says, great episode and good timing for me, to be honest, as I run headfirst into nonfiction. And Shane, who was the answer of asker of the question, says, thanks for answering my question, guys. Massively helpful, as always. And he didn't say this specifically, but I saw on Instagram that he has a bit of nonfiction himself that's just gone live called the Write Better Fiction Key Beats, Nine Essential Story Signposts Cheat Sheet that you can pick up by going over to SW Miller, I believe it is, on Instagram, and then going to the link in the bio. Okay, so uh, do we, is it, do we talk about the challenge now? And then we ask the question. So we can talk about challenge. We've got what, it's the 31st of March as we record. So we have 15 hours to go. Yeah, okay. So Dan will dictate two novels, launch a survey, write three short stories and launch a new podcast. I will potentially have finished novel number two today. Um, because it's half term next week and I need to sort out time off for the kiddo um, I have done two short stories I have launched a podcast and I haven't launched a survey so it is likely that the next time we record I will have failed <laughs> oh dear mm-hmm. does that mean there's a forfeit there that means there will be a forfeit coming I'm sure <laughs> oh dad Okay, Sasha will read a minimum of five sapphic books. I did that. Uh, I think I've read 33 books this quarter. Um, I won't get any more done. So yeah, that's how many I read this quarter. Uh, Implement outsourcing. I did that. Uh, Check off five things off the new business plan. I've checked off, I don't know, double or triple that now, I would say. Mm. Um, So yeah, I am clear. Nice. Do we we want to talk about next quarter or not yet? We haven't got anything prepared for next quarter, have we? No. Okay, let's talk about that offline. Let's do that in the next episode, which we're recording back to back to this one. (laughs) (laughs) So we still won't be prepared then. Excellent. Awesome. Fantastic. Okay, so question of the week. Oh, bring it. Okay, so this is a timely and selfish question, I'm afraid. Therefore. Next week is London Book Fair. Ooh, okay. So... How do you make the most of in-person events? Oh, wow. My brain just went to something as an instinctual answer. And then I was like, yeah, but you don't do that, do you? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to um, Chillicon at the end of May, which is the uh, Horror Writers Association's first conference in the UK. And my and I, I'll say it because I believe that this to be true. Plan, look ahead at what's going on. Um, because every time I'll get to a conference, I'll be like, I don't know what's going on. I went to 20 Books Edinburgh and missed out on some amazing activities because I hadn't planned ahead for like the axe throwing and the stakes and all the drinks and things that were people going to the people going to. Like I found things to do, but I was like, I really want to go axe throwing. How do we get? And it was like on the day, and people were like, we booked this like three weeks ago. And I was like, oh shit, okay, never mind. Um, so it's very, very worth looking through the schedule at what is there, what is going on, really trying to be specific on the things that you feel you'll get the most benefit from um because there are, there are quite a few different facets to go into a conference obviously you've got what is presented in terms of talks conferences guests um or that kind of stuff um because that's where a lot of the very sort of 
formal nuggets of knowledge lay. You have the networking, um, which is obviously the massive second part of that as well. Um, and just like the general inspiration that you get from being at those events is really, it just, it's, that will last you like a good few weeks. I'll top up the tank. Um, but yeah, I kind of say, start by looking at the schedule and seeing what there is, what you want to attend, because once you get there, it's very easy to get swept away and for time to go very, very quickly. And before you've realized that you've missed X and you've forgotten about Y and all this kind of stuff. So make it, make a game plan, then try and find whatever groups, whether that's like a Facebook group or an email list or whatever it is where people are talking about, like other attendees are talking about what they, what they're going to do, who's turning up. So you can kind of get a feel of who's going to be there. Um, preferably, you know, people that are around your genre, the interests and things that you love and see if you can make some sort of connection before you go. Because even if you have like just a two line conversation with someone online, when you meet them in person, there's already like a connection there. I remember when I went to 20 Books London and was that, was that 2017? 2018. I don't know. We were definitely still in the day job though. It was, yeah, it's 2018 because it was when I started doing Books with Michael. Um, and there were a couple of people that I met there that was actually like, huh, I saw your face on Facebook and they'd seen my face on Facebook. And it was like, hey, now we know each other and we can talk. And it kind of just dispels some of that initial anticipation. When I went to 20 Books London, I knew no one um, except Paul Teague, who is a mutual friend of ours. Um, and he, it was only because he randomly reached out a few months prior to invite me on his podcast because he'd seen some of the stuff I was doing with uh, the other stories. And because of that, I then bless him bless his heart i stuck to him like glue for the first like six hours like he knew lots of people and i'm just like hi i'm just a parasite hello <laughs> um but then you know as i say through that you start to look around the conference you'll see different people um that whose faces you're familiar with like i met meg there um i met um claire there and ali and you know nat and lots of different people um and just the, the thing to make the most out of it is talk to people like it's sometimes I get that it's hard to push yourself out of your comfort zone and I get that it's sometimes intimidating just to walk up to a group of people and be like hi my name is blah 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 um even even for extroverts that can be quite daunting but I promise you that the people at this conference well at especially writers conferences they're friendly they're receptive they're interested in you mm. and even for me, I remember that first big barrier to me was because I published a couple of books and obviously the podcast was doing well at that point. But there was still that real imposter syndrome of like these people are making like six figures with their fiction. Why would they talk to me? But the thing that can that unites everyone is the love of writing and the love of publishing. And, you know, that was that that made it easy just to step into those conversations, just to talk, to put yourself out there. Um, and you only you only have this particular conference once. And you only have that experience once. So I find now that 20 Books London was incredibly different to 20 Books Edinburgh. Mm. And I'm sure that 20, uh, not 20 Books, <laughs> I'm sure that uh, Chillicon is going to be vastly different because Chillicon is my first sort of specific fiction horror conference. And there's lots of people there that I'm really excited to meet that, you know, I've seen floating in circles for ages. Like I'm staying in um, an Airbnb with a couple of other writers who I've spoken to online, but never seen in person. And it's very, very exciting. Um, Oh my but, god! What you're saying with people you've never met before? Oh, I trust them. They're horror writers. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, I am. Um, 
a woman yeah. I don't think a woman would ever do that I would never do that stay with people I don't know are they male or are they female they're male mm. okay lads, lads, lads. <laughs> yeah that's me um but yeah the, the, you're only at the conference once and like the way to get the most out of it is to talk to people but also on that recognize your limits because what I discovered uh well both conferences is I thought I'd do the conference and I'd be up for like the drinks and all the socials with people I got to the end of the conference day and I I checked out I was drained so I was really glad to have a hotel room I could just go back to by myself for like an hour or two just to like rest up before I went back out again um which was a strange realization for me at that point because I was always like the, the little engine that could um and I guess the the other thing that I'll add on this because this still blows my mind every time I go to a conference so to set the scene, you're in a room with a hundred authors who are, have gone to this conference because they want to make it with their fiction, or they want to make it with a non-fiction, or they just they want to make it as an author. And there's a panel of eight authors at the front who are doing the thing that you want to do, and they have made it, and they are bringing in the income. And the host says, "Any questions for these people? Put your hands up. Come to the front of the room. We've got like half an hour to ask questions." I am always blown away that it's about at tops 10 people that will have a question to ask. And I'm like, you literally have the ultimate resource library there to ask any question that you want to, to help you and your fiction and your nonfiction. And you sit there and you don't ask those questions. Like I, I don't ask questions because I can't think on the spot of the question. Anything. No, I no, and and so my advice would be if you have high intellection, plan ahead. So if you've go. seen the schedule and mm-hmm. you've seen who's on the panels and you've seen the topic, try to think ahead of the questions because I can't do on the spot. That's why I have to prepare all my interview questions because I yeah, can't yeah. think on the spot of a question to ask somebody. That's just not how my brain works. Um, so I get that, but there is a way around it as well. You can yes. have the forethought because plan the other ahead. thing is, yeah, plan ahead. Yeah, sorry. I just wanted to jump. Yeah, no, like I, because I'm always like, I love it because it means I just get to spam questions and I get to ask all the things that I want to know because it's just like, I need this, I need this, I need this. Um, but yeah, it just, it, it just blows my mind, but that's helpful. Okay. Plan ahead, people. Big one, big one. So I asked this question because I threw myself into 20 Books London and met loads of people. And then I was very shy at 20 Books Edinburgh. And mm. I left early every night. I didn't go to any of the socials. No one I see you. didn't have dinner with anybody. I didn't have drinks with anybody. I mostly went to the toilet and hid during the breaks um and yeah I was staying with my aunt so some of the evening stuff I couldn't do because I had family obligations um but I don't feel like I made the most of 20 books Edinburgh like I didn't come away I don't think having spoken to anybody new (laughs) so I definitely did not make the most and I didn't have like any new contacts afterwards I spoke to a handful of people that I already knew um so yeah, and I so I really didn't make the most of that one, and I don't want I didn't want London Book Fair to be the same, um, and I I can get quite uh, socially overwhelmed, um, so I yeah I I am trying very hard not to do that at London Book Fair. So what what would I add to that? I mean I don't want to go over the things that you've already said because I agree with what you were saying about the planning. Like the planning for me is the key bit, and the trying to make 
arrangements before you go because mm. um like going london book fair now and i don't think london book fair is going to be as big this year as it has been in the past but typically there are 25 fucking thousand people at london book fair so you can very quickly get swallowed in the crowd and not talk to anybody it's very mm-hmm. easy to do that because you can wander around there and clock up your 8000 steps because it's in this monstrous sized building and there's fucking loads of people and there's like two floors it's across two sets of rooms so there's like four massive areas um and that's only the areas that you can go in then there are other areas and <clears throat> anyway so i do think that looking at the schedule is important and i think that for two reasons though not least because there's interesting information to go and learn about but also because socially it gives you a breather right from the networking so I book in the slots for the talks purely because I need quiet time and I need to not be talking to people all the time um the other thing that I do is I always go and scout out where the seating areas are when I first go into the building it's one of the first things I do is I go and look for where are the areas where I can go and sit with my laptop because I take my laptop to these events because like then if I need a brain break I can just stare at my screen even if I even if I'm not doing anything no one will come up to you right because you look like you're working mm. um <clears throat> so this is like and I, I sound it. Huh? <laughs> I you you yeah but you're different I just plunk down like Sasha <laughs> yeah <clears throat> excuse me so um so that's another thing that I do is I look for where the toilets are and I look for where the seating areas are and I look for where I can get food um I wear flat shoes I wear comfortable shoes because mm, um th- they you will do a lot if well so like 20 books at Edinburgh we didn't do a lot of walking but t- 20 uh London book fair is fucking huge so you really have to go in comfortable clothing comfortable shoes um I what else do I do yeah I put in pack snacks yes that was that was also on my list I pack snacks as well um and water because you will do an awful 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 lot of talking so pack water so your throat doesn't like completely seize up um another thing that I do um is that I take headphones because um, it's very noisy as well. And I can get really oversensitized um, and just have to put headphones in just for just like literally it's like one or two songs and I'm like re-grounded and re-centered. Um, I, what else do I do? Um, I try to book coffees in with people. So I always put a post on my Facebook so that I like and say who's going so that I know who's going. And then like I try to slot in some coffees with people because that one breaks up the day Two, you know that you have to, you know, like this sounds terrible. This does sound terrible. I don't know if I should say this, but like if you get caught talking to people, there's another fixture that you have to go to. You know, and sometimes you get caught talking to people and you want to stay talking to people. And other times you get caught talking to people and you want to leave. So like I book in things because it gives me strategic. Yeah. Yeah. I can't tell you the anxiety (laughs) I get going to these events like socially. Like I it's really hard for me to to go and do these events. Um, And so, yeah, I book in strategic coffees like filtered throughout the day and I book them in at separate times to the talks because then I I've got like talk networking gap coffee networking gap talk you know so that 
I there's always something else back to back to back to back to back um and it is strategic and it is tactical to try and like save mm. a save my energy um and you know to sort of instead of being like six hours straight of talking to people yeah, I, yeah. I've got like those breaks and stuff in between so I am quite strategic about it I, I you know um, and also people do generally leave you alone with coffee chats I remember seeing um trying to pen for Mark Dawson at 20 books Edinburgh just kind of sat there and everyone like people were watching them but there was like a respectful gap to allow them to to talk <laughs> yeah exactly exactly um so yes and then the other thing I would say is to try and that was make the most of that was London I remember that mm. that was in the bar um mm. try and make the most of inviting people to dinner um because <clears throat> like if you can plan dinners in and if you can like try and get yourself invited to the after parties those are the bits where you really make friends I find mm. like the day bits are good and they're great and you meet colleagues where there's the potential to build that relationship but I do find if you get pissed with somebody that relationship speeds up quite a lot faster oh yeah um <laughs> So, yeah, and so I've got um, a tentative dinner booked on the Tuesday. I've got a planned dinner on the Wednesday. So, yeah, I feel, feel a little bit better about next week. But anyway, yeah, so I think those are probably my big ones. Water, comfortable shoes, plan ahead, try and book in coffees. Um, have, like, take a notebook and pen, like, just in case your phone yes. breaks. You want a, a way to be able to exchange numbers with people. Um, I don't really think business cards are that important anymore, but equally handing somebody something that then they find in the bottom of their bag is still useful because if I put loads of stuff in my phone I'll forget to look at it sometimes so yeah. I'm always I'm like I feel like the the era of business cards is kind of dead but also sort of not at these events because it's, you know yeah you do sort of well I go back and look at through what cards I've picked up and stuff but I don't think they're essential you know anymore I don't think I contacted anyone on any of the business cards I was given at any of the events I've been to oh interesting Again, I have they, they went oh nice yeah there was, one, there was one guy but yeah out of the conferences I've been to um I I'll also add as well like something that I definitely found um over those conferences because there's I think there's a lot of emphasis on network and talk to lots of people and talk to lots of people if you find people that you click with that you resonate with that you know there's that gut kind of connection do also follow that because mm. I remember at London um, meeting uh, Nat and uh, Andy Roberts um, just kind of in chats. And we got on very, very well, chatted to other people. But we kept coming back and just having these chats. And we we got to a point where like, we've not collaborated directly on a book, but we've got like universes that sync with other stuff that we've done. Um, and when I was in Edinburgh, again, I kind of went through the effort of meeting lots of people. But then I sat and just ended up spending the last like day and a half talking to Martha Carr because we just got on very, very well. And rather than going to all the big dinners, me and Martha would then go for like coffee drinks and stuff. And it was just like, sometimes it's really nice to meet lots of people and to jump and jump around and obviously like network and things. But if you do find someone that you click with that you resonate with, like do feel free to pursue that because like you make lifelong friends out of it and you know, it, it will infinitely help you. It's like um, the most, do you have a later? Uh, <laughs> maybe. I'm going to have to check. I know you um, have harmony, but I wonder. If, no, you don't well, have relator. That's so interesting. That's like the most relator thing you could say. Anyway, there you go. Well, um, another question I'll ask on on the back of this one then is, 
has your approach changed since earlier on in your career against now where you're a bit more well-known and are going to be more recognizable to people in the, in the space? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I um, <clears throat> The last London book fair I went to, I um, a few people came up and was like, oh, you're Sasha. And I was like, yes, I am. Like, and that was weird. It was brilliant, brilliant fun. My sig <laughs> loved it. I won't lie, I loved it. But also I was like, <gasps> like I don't know, I shat my pants a bit as well. Um, I loved it, but also I was like <laughs> surprised and it was unexpected. Um, so I would say I build in um, more. Uh, so uh, I will tell you this afterwards. Um, <laughs> Yeah, like I build in more, I build in, I build in more breaks, like brain breaks, and I build in more, like I definitely intentionally book more things, because then I get the space to, and like it's not like I'm not that I'm not that well known, but I think when you go to somewhere where there are a lot of writers and you have published a lot of books and put a lot of content out into the into the writing world, people do know who you are. Um, so I would just say the only thing that I have done is that I have got a bit more strategic with my time. So there are less networking gaps, I would say. Yeah. To yeah. which I translate to boundaries. Yeah. <laughs> You've put in a lot more hard boundaries. And again, yeah. I think. But then, um, but then also I do allow that time. Right. Because I want to meet yeah. people, too. And I like if people know who I am and they want to come say hello, I want to give them a fucking hug and I want to say hello and I want to be like, hi, you know, mm -hmm. but also that's draining for me. Right. But yeah. I love it, but it's draining. So like, yeah. Uh, yeah, I just basically book in that time because, um, yeah, like so, for example, I'm meeting Scott. So hey. of, yeah, I'm meeting Scott next week. I'm shit, shitting my pants. Absolutely shitting my pants. <laughs> he is pretty that. terrifying. I'm absolutely as people terrifying. Go. Yeah, no, um, I, especially after his fucking, oh man. I want to change my thing of the week that I enjoyed. I want to change well, the thing of the week that I on. enjoyed. Scott fucking Williamson, right? Oh, I know what this is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> fucking Scott. Okay, so long time ago, no, I'm going to stop. I'm not going to talk about this because we're okay. recording back to back, aren't we? Mm -hmm. So this mm -hmm. is going to be my thing for the, for the next episode. No, okay. I'm not talking about this one. I'll, I'll keep going back. Anyway, yeah. So I'm meeting Scott and um, I'm actually terrified, like completely terrified. And, uh, you know, I just, I don't know. I'm shitting my back. Also, I'm meeting Helen. I'm shitting myself over that. So she's one of my patrons. She's absolutely adorable. And I'm shitting my pants. <laughs> so, Why? Yeah. I don't know. People. I, but, oh, I'm sick. I, can we stop talking about this? <laughs> <laughs> I, I need to stop talking about this. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, otherwise, I'm not going. Yeah, I, don't, I just, just, I don't yeah. know. Meeting new people, it's scary. I don't. I'm not. I, yeah. Like, what if I go? What if I go blank in my brain? What if I can't think of anything to say? What if I run out of questions oh, in my brain? Scott, Scottish, you'll keep talking. <laughs> um. Oh, that's the other thing I was gonna say. Prepare questions. If you're not very good on the spot, prepare questions. So like, for example, this is this only works for new people, right? I can't do this for Scott and Helen because I know them. But like, uh -huh. um, uh, questions for writers, icebreakers. So like, you can always ask what genre they write in. What do you write? How many books have you written? And uh, what's your writing process, right? Mm -hmm. So like, there are, you know, have you published any books? Do you want to write full time? Are, are you hybrid? Are you trad? Are you indie? Um, you know, there are so many questions. Use our podcast. 
right? Go back Yay. and look at all our podcast questions and use our podcast. If you need questions, use our podcast mm-hmm. questions. Um, but yeah, like preparing <laughs> questions is a thing that I do. Like I don't have like a list. Well, I do have a list, but I don't have a list that I like get out and look at. But like having prepared that list of questions before I go keeps me thinking. And usually I only need it to like break the ice, but I am a very nervous anxious person <laughs> it's quite funny actually like that people don't really people think because I'm so like on the show you're comfortable with someone yeah that I'm comfortable yeah. I'm not I'm absolutely like that's, that's why like this podcast was so rare when it started because we really didn't know each other not well I don't know how this podcast happened how did you persuade me to do this <laughs> <laughs> honestly it took no convincing <laughs> oh I just don't know how just like this is it I don't know how it happened but this is again when um you know without going on a whole different tangent a whole different conversation because we kind of covered some of this but like in collaborations and people are like how do you find a collaborator it's like honestly just go for the most organic one that you can find yeah like the more you try and push something to happen the more strained it will be like okay all right, I'm going to draw it to a close because we are going to record another one back to back. Um, so audience question of the week is, um, how do you make the most of in-person events? And we... And, oh, just one more. Get your level ups, not your level ups, your uh, quarterly challenge results over on the Facebook group. We'll be putting up a post, make yourself accountable. We'll have to talk about them sort of in mid-February just because of the, the schedule, but we'll have all the information on what's going on for the next quarter as well. All right. And we will see you next week. Bye bye. Bye bye. Hungry for more? If you enjoyed this podcast, you can hear more of my angelic accent and Dan's dulcet tones on our other podcasts. For more of me, check out the Activated Authors podcast. For more of me, listen to the Rebel Author podcast. We'll be back next week holding each other to account as Dan and Sasha become next level oh i have nothing i have nothing absolutely Uh, nothing other than the question i've got the question (laughs) ah dan hello what episode is it 105 It was good for a while, wasn't it? It was good no. for a while. Whilst I remember no, the episode. No, that one week. That one week. I think you got that it. was at least three weeks when I that remember. That one week you got it. <laughs> <laughs>